adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Before we dive into today's episode, we want to simply say thank you for your support. For season two, we're running a couple giveaways and we'll be selecting a couple of you to win some No Snooze merch, some products over at Orgain.com, or a $50 Amazon gift card. If you enjoy the podcast and find value in what we're doing, all you have to do is subscribe to us, leave us a five-star review on Apple, and DM us on Instagram at No Snooze Podcast, letting us know you've entered the giveaway. Thanks to all of you, the No Snooze Podcast is climbing the charts, and we're well on our way to spreading this message to the masses. Enjoy today's episode. Mike, open us up. Welcome back to the No Snooze Podcast. This is episode 41, fresh off of the lashing from the women again. Uh, we we survived. survived, though. Thank yeah. God we survived. That should be the title of it. We survived. Uh, <laughs> David, how the hell are you? I'm good, man. I, I don't know what it is, though. I know we were talking before. Every time you welcome us back... I love I love the the voice. I put on a radio voice. It's very it's hard. So not, good though. Welcome back to the podcast. Like I don't know how to not have a radio voice. It's perfect. And I also have to say, big step up in the telling Mike sent you. I don't know. You're you're very um, very Animated? Com- no no. Just so comfortable in the camera. And it looks. I've seen the growth, and it looks and sounds. And honestly, my mouth waters every time I see one of those episodes. So shout to you, my brother. I have to appreciate that. Likewise, you've been more comfortable in front of the camera. I have to contribute to no snooze because we're in front of the camera constantly. Right. And then now I'm thinking like with every bad scenario, which we'll get on, it's good content. So It is good content. Speaking of bad scenarios, last time we had a little ratatouille uh, problem. Little, I'm looking for an update. What, what's going on? How are we doing? So I went back and forth on thinking about posting on the No Snooze uh, account for Instagram. If you don't follow, go follow. Uh, but I was worried that like PETA was going to come after us, you know, because we PETA caught... as in not your dog, Pete. Yes, you're talking about PETA, the animal activists. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I didn't. I didn't want to start a war. So I, there was a rat war, 2020. <laughs> so I didn't post it, but we caught the we caught Ratatouille. Crowd goes wild. Crowd goes wild. When I went in, so the um inspe- the exterminators like, yeah, just come in and check if we caught anything. And I'm like, that's your job. What, what am I gonna do? Like he's like, yeah, just leave it, but let me know if you catch anything. So I like go inside and turn all the lights on, make a lot of noise to make sure it's not still there. And I go downstairs, first trap, nothing. Second trap, nothing. I turn the corner and I'm like, you see like this long tail. Oh. And then I get a little closer and you see the body, but it flipped over because it, when it Good. snapped, like Ooh. a typical mouse trap, yep. it flipped it. So the head was blocked, but you could see just the body. Yikes. And the body. How big though? How big is the body? Five inches. Five inches. Five inch of body. A body. Yeah. So five inch body. I don't even know what five inches. And then the tail was maybe another four inches. So this, my man's like covering nine inches <laughs> of. You're talking space. almost almost a foot of an animal here. Foot of an animal in the little well by the laundry. Um, so we got him. Then, listen to this. So I call the exterminator, and he's. I'm like, what do I do? He goes, just leave it. If there's other rats, it'll eat him. Wow. You didn't take it out, though? You didn't? He said leave him because he's basically bait for if there's other rats. I'm like, that is disgusting. So he's like, yeah, yeah. Next time I'm over, I'll show you the video. He shows me a video. He goes, this uh, rat trap triggered, and we thought we missed it. 
So we we opened it up to reset it, and the rat's head was in there oh. because the rats ate the rest of them. Oh my goodness! So I went back. They sound, are dirty though. It's, right? they, it's not a city rat. You okay, know what a city yeah, rat yeah, is? Well, that's the only, yeah the subway rats. It's suburban the, rat. Right. Yeah, it's a suburban rat. It's well, a little softer. It's okay. like me if I was a rat. You'd be a city rat. <laughs> uh, a yeah, little rougher those, around the yeah, edges. Nasty. Bigger, thicker. <laughs> um, but yeah, so the, it, it was nasty though. Like, That's good though, man. Yeah. I, hey, look, at least you caught it. The hole that he bit in the pipe though, that was a pretty big hole. That was probably like a nickel. I mean, you're talking, oh, oh really? No. No, I thought it was quarter. bigger than that. Well, it's a quarter. Oh, I it thought was it was much in. bigger. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. So not that big, maybe like the bottle cap thing. Well, Nick Suze is doing the renovation for our house. He found it and he sends me the photo and he's like, I, this is an enormous hole. So we figured that when he bit through it and cut the water line, we turned the water off so it didn't flood, obviously. And he must have came back and then realized it wasn't leaking and he ate more of it. Oh. But it's plastic. Like, it's hard plastic he ate through. No problem. That's incredible. But good for you guys. I'm happy. I knew that you were going to come out on top. I told you, you that. You always keep your head up, man. We're still in the war. We didn't seal off the spaces because the exterminators. Okay. Like, you can't tip your hat because if there's a rat still in the house in your walls, you can't close off their access because if you close off the access, they're going to go nuts eating through stuff. So now we're in this weird middle where we're not in the house still, right? but we're like, we're exposed. It's like being in a war and saying, yeah, you know, leave the front door open. Any more rats come in, we'll shoot them, but leave the door open. You won this battle. We're still working on winning the war. We didn't officially win yet. No, we won the battle. We won the battle. Got it. First battle. I have my own little little house story was right? there a and it's you, typical dave regina fashion here i'm excited yeah yeah this is good i've been i've been saving it too because it actually happened the day after we recorded with the wives it was extremely cold the next the next night right yeah. so we i wake up in the middle of the night thank god callie was with her grandparents uh so she was not here i wake up i look at the thermostat it's like 63 degrees i'm like this is a little cold mm-hmm. right so i try to i i turn it up then i go into the bathroom and now I feel the air is a little bit cold, but this is three in the morning. I'm like, ah, I'm not going to deal with it. I'm going to go back to sleep. Right. So wake up a couple hours later, look at the thermostat, 61 degrees. I'm like, all right, this is terrible. Run downstairs. And I'm like, babe, I'm going to go look at the boiler. She starts laughing. Like, what are you going to do with the boiler? Little I'm ba- look at li- <laughs> Yeah. Little backstory. House is essentially brand new yeah. from the studs up. The only thing that was not replaced was the boiler. Yeah. Right. So we've had in the back of our mind, you know what, we got to put away some money because at some point the boiler is going to go. Right. It's like 20 plus years old. So we know that that's coming. I'm just like, damn, this happened at a bad time because it's, it's the coldest day of the year. And now my boiler shot go downstairs. I got nothing, Mike. I'm feeling it's just cold. Right. So what do you do? Are you like shaking? No, it I'm just you? I'm feeling the pipes because usually like I touch it. It's like, oh, warm. All right. I guess it's working. You know, this is just ice cold. Okay. So I'm like, I come upstairs, babe. I think the boiler's toast. All right. Call the guy. I'm not going to mention the service that we have because it's probably not great what went on from here going on. It's Sunday now. So I'm like, this is going to be double time, right? My man comes, great guy. Um, he looks at it. He's like, you got nothing. You really got nothing. And he goes, let me ask you a question. You have a switch at the top of the stairs, right? I'm like, yeah, it's always on. He's like, by any chance, did you look to see if it was off? I'm like, no, because it's always on. I didn't look, right? Go upstairs. I had to flick it back on. And sure enough, as soon as I flick it back on, the boiler's like, and it 
starts kicking heat back in. Yeah, fires so up. this whole time, I'm thinking I had a toasted boiler. And then the worst part, I come downstairs. He's like, yo, do you have a service contract? I'm like, yeah, with the, with the oil I do, right? But not a service contract for the service. He goes, yo, that's, that's $300. So I said, buddy, this is what we're going to do. I go in my pocket. I had $50 cash. I said, I'm going to give you these, this $50, right? I'm going to give you this $50 cash, and you're going to say that I called you and said, hey, don't come. It was just a switch, and I flicked it. He goes, I like that. So instead of Unbelievable. instead of call, uh, costing us 300 plus yeah. on a Sunday call, ended up costing me $50. Knock on wood, boiler is still intact, but all I had to do was turn the switch on. New homeowners, make sure before you call a boiler company, you check that emergency switch. That's hilarious because <laughs> when we were uh, hanging out, I actually turned that off. I didn't know what it was to. <laughs> was it you? I don't know. The, it funny, been, the funny thing is, did I come was, down here? It was definitely one of the women. I thought because the wife had some of the lovely ladies over. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't here. It was you, you recent. snake. No, no, it yeah, you imagine it was me, and I'm just you, like, oh, you definitely did that. Figure that. So out. there you go. That's our uh, that's our house story. That is like the number one thing that I do too. Like with things, is like I don't even check if it's plugged in. Right. Right. Yeah, You're just like yeah. something's broken. Yeah. It's because we don't have the skill to fix it. No, terrible. so we freak out. Uh, to build off your story and just add to it. Remember how I did all those little projects during COVID? Yes, or not during COVID, during lockdown, the initial lockdown. Yep. Redoing all of them, I screwed everything up. <laughs> I am on team delegate with there Dave. I will not. There you I will, go. Listen to me. I'm making a promise right now. I will not hammer a nail in <laughs> anything in the near future because it's just not worth it. You get a guy that knows what he's doing and you create a good relationship and he does the right thing for you, you do the right thing for them. It, that's how you that's how you get through life. Hell of a move too. With, I'm going to call you, just Listen. tell me to put the switch up here's cash. Right? That's the most Dave move. So I, I asked my wife when I came up, so she's like, what did you just do? She's like, what? What'd you tell her? What did you just do? Did I you say you fixed it? No, no. He was here. He came in the house. Oh, he, he told he, her? Yeah, he had to tell me. But she was like, because I said, okay. I said, would you ever have done that? And she goes, no, I would have paid three, five thousand. I don't know. I'm just, I would have too. I'm yeah. just happy that the boiler's back on, right? Yeah. And I said, no, I'm happy too. But when I felt in my pocket, I had a little cashish on me. I'm like, here you go, man. Yeah. We, you know, would, I, I, I figured he would either bite on it or not, and he went. He was all day for it because think about it. He gets his hourly wage or his salary. Yeah. He's not gonna receive any of that three hundred dollars that goes to the company. No, it's right? it's it's a very so I, it's a smooth move. I felt like I I did him. A little service. You did. I did a little it was Sunday a win-win. service. Right? Nice win-win. And that's what I'm about. Win-win, Mike. Well, the heat feels great in here, so you well, did a good job. Nah, I don't know. We keep it. We keep it a little, little icy down a here in icy. the basement. But, um, all right. So, fasting wise, right? Just switching over to dad bod slash pod bod. Yep. And the cold is good for fasting. Oh, it actually makes you burn more cows. It's, so it's great. So I told you last time that I was doing the intermittent. Yeah. Uh, just a quick update. Uh, another week in. And energy is really, that, that's a real thing. When you're actually fasting for those 16 hours, and I like most people know I work out in the morning, I have a tremendous amount of energy after I fight that little little hunger that goes on. Yep. Uh, but it's going well. And weight-wise, I'm not really moving too much, but that's not why I'm doing it. Well, I was going to ask you, what are you going to gauge? Well, I'm going to pull a Dave on you. Mm-hmm. What are your are your your uh, measurements of what if it you like fasting if it's successful is it purely energy how are you measuring no so it? in september i had all my blood work done okay right so i have certain th- i don't know the specifics on it but i'm going to tell the doctor that look i've been doing this now and i want another blood test and i want a comparison got it 
as to where I was because the real goal for this for me is um, just trying to uh, you know the Coach Pete episode a lot of motivation for yeah. me uh, longevity yeah right in terms of um, you know doing what you can to avoid cancers and certain things like that yeah um, what do you think about more too now that you know with the baby. You yes. Start oh, yeah. Thinking, of course. It's wild how quickly you start thinking that way. Right. People are probably laughing because they see me smoke cigars all the I was time. Say. <laughs> that helps um, you fast, though, right? Well, no, I, I don't. I wouldn't smoke cigars <laughs> like that in the morning. Um, but that's a whole separate conversation. The the debate on the cigar versus cigarettes, it's completely different. I went to the dentist. You you know what happened. Um, and as long as you're only smoking a couple of a uh, week and you're not inhaling, yes, there's still a risk. But this the same risk happens in eating red meat. Brother Bill had you know? me cracking up because he's like, yes. but remember when he said he goes between Dave and yourself, he's he's encouraging cigars and you're <laughs> yeah. you're encouraging not eating. So he's like, yeah. I don't know if I can get behind this right. anymore. And then you go to tell him Mike sent you and now you're eating five thousand calories yeah. in a sitting. But it here's the thing, it's right? Good, it's good. It's so the one meal. The fasting approach. Now that we have bit more busy schedule, we just get increasingly more busy, right? Yep. I'm like, how can we still do an episode, a TV show like this, mm-hmm. without me blowing up? And, you know, how can I stay fit for the podcast? There's all these, like, conflicting things. Yep. And fasting fit into that puzzle. Because I remember when we were initially talking about it, I'm like, I think I figured it out. Because I don't feel guilty going to do that anymore. Yep. Uh, and it hasn't affected me. If anything, I mean, to shoot a TV you're, show you're like benefiting that and, from it. And lose 30 pounds is pretty wild. Yeah, it is. So I'm cracking the code, but I'm happy you're on the fasting Yeah, train. no, and, and it's um, I'm really loving it. And then uh, another shout-out to Coach Pete. Yes. We added – it was really for the baby, um, but I, I remember when Coach Pete was talking about it, adding a humidifier, mm. right? Usually I hear dehumidifier. That was the first time that I heard a humidifier. I have a lot of nasal issues. That's why my nose is hard left, you know, nice, big, and crooked there. Same here. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I added the humidifier for for the baby, but the benefits have been great. I, I don't wake up stuffed up. Yeah. Um, I guess because it's creating a humidity in the room, uh, there's certain things that go on. I, I can't speak to the science of it, but it, it's a great thing. So if you're looking for a little something, um, you know, something to switch up the routine or add just to benefit your sleeping patterns. I'm, I'm a big fan of the humidifier. That's a nice touch. Uh, Dana got a humidifier, so we got to try that out. And if you haven't listened to that episode, go listen. Uh, Pete yes. uh, Montpellier is great, great episode. Um, yeah, the humidifier is a big move. Uh, the the diet, it's it's once you start fasting, you realize you really don't need that much. Right. You know, mm-hmm. it kind of goes with our theme of gratitude. You don't need much. Yes. Y- you can get through a lot of the day by just drinking your. You've tr- switched me into the water gang because the water, just having something to drink throughout the day subsides hunger so much. Yes. Have you know, like. Oh, it, yeah. Of course. How much easier is it now that you have the habit of the water drinking to actually fast too? Yeah. Oh, it, it's it's an extreme difference. But um, now I, I don't know if I almost drink too much water. Because if I if there's a day right if there's a day we have a couple of drinks the night before, I am so I feel like I'm so dehydrated. But as soon as I get that water back into my body, but now I'm up to like 250 ounces. Oh Jesus um, Christ! No, it's it's a lot. But honestly, I mean, I'm I'm either carrying a 33 ounce like you see here, yeah. or a 50 ounce. So you you know constantly back and forth to the water fountain at work. Stop at the bathroom, talk a little bit, drink one. It, it just goes quick. Yeah, I'd be remiss too if I didn't talk about uh, Frank. Pirelli the third, my father. Yes. Do you want to yes. share some success on that one? Uh, yeah. Long story short, um, he was looking for something to kind of switch up the diet. He had a goal of losing 14 pounds, and we spoke about seven weeks ago. 
Um, and he wanted to lose the 14 pounds right before Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, goes with the theme, right? With, with Thanksgiving and the gratitude. Uh, but I gave him a nice little diet. And honestly... I, I think you guys give me too much credit. And this is where it always, you know, I, I think the, the, whether it's your client, the person you're helping out, they have to put the work in. So, yes, you give them the blueprint. Um, and, you know, anybody who wants some, some details on the diet, feel free to reach out. Uh, but he put the work in with working out. So congratulations to you, FP the third. And I think we figured out a new system because you started him on this and he had some progress. Yep. Then I had to go live with them because we got kicked out of our house. Yep. So like I was there. So I think he was even more on because he knew I, I would report it. back. Yep. So I think in the future, if someone wants to do this, I'll come live with you for a couple <laughs> right. weeks and I'll make sure the you're accountability accountable. thing. Yeah. That's funny. But it, I wasn't super helpful because I was making my, uh, my you know, thousand calorie meals, yep. but you can eat a lot. So oh, I was yeah. having like steak sandwiches and stuff in front of yep. them and got to give him credit. Yeah, no. And, and he stuck to it. Um, there was no fasting involved in that one. That was strictly three meals a day um, with some healthy snack options, yep. um, but paired that with, um, you know, working out. He's, he's a Peloton fan too, right? Peloton. Shout- Shout out to Peloton. And uh, I know, Mom, you're going to want to take credit as well. You did a hell of a job cooking and getting everything prepared. Yes. And, you know, he wouldn't have dropped a single pound without you. That's Remember right. That. That's she's right. Gonna like that yeah, one. She's going to love that. Yeah. Uh, but it's the truth, though. Yeah. Definitely is. I've um, looked at the Peloton and been like, should I join the gang? Because I'm listen, there. Man, it, it, for you, you're an efficient guy, right? I like love it's the bike, time, but, but it's time for, time for you versus, you know, the output. You sometimes I'm cranking 20 minute workouts and I have to put it to an extreme resistance to do this five, six, 700 calories, 20, 30 minutes. Yeah. Can't be. Do you pour the water on yourself before, after you imagine? Yeah. Well, no one sees the leak in the ceiling, right? It just, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) I did the ceiling, (laughs) the rat bit through that portion. Um, yeah, the, I'm, I have this like weird, I think I want to go weights again. I loved lifting weights. I think that's the move. It's Mm -hmm. just now with everything going on, I'm like, how do I do it? So I'm yes. still trying to figure it out. Yep. See, I'm very fortunate because we have a uh, small, very small gym mm-hmm. um, at the job. So, but they charge two, for membership. Two, three days a week. Can't get in. Sorry, man. All right, that's fair. Maybe, maybe if you tell the guy at the door that you know, you know, Dave you know sent me. me. Yeah, then it might work out for you. Right. Um, switching over now. Serious note. This is November 30th. Tomorrow, my mom is officially two years sober. So, um, yes, crowd goes wild. Um, mom, incredible job. I love you. I'm here for you always. Uh, and it's just been a, it's been a real pleasure and I get a lot of fulfillment. I'm very grateful for every, everything that you put in every single day. So congratulations to you. Thanks. And I love you. Yeah. Congratulations uh, to mom. Yes. Uh, and anyone else, you know, that is doing yep. something for an extended period of time. I don't remember anything that I've done for two years. Right. Right. Think right. about that. I, oh, it's, it's extreme. I know. I, I did a 30 day little gratitude and no alcohol thing. So going on two years um, after battling addiction. Yep. Extreme. Uh, shout out and credit to you awesome um so that, that's kind of the topic of of today you know timing is right right after thanksgiving um i want to talk about gratitude mm-hmm. right and gratitude for me it really has changed my life and i'm not a big not a big church guy not a big temple the mosque i, I know everybody has a has a 
Why are you laughing? I'm just laughing because I, I, I can I <laughs> can envision you being a church guy and being like the the pastor. Like I can see that in my head. <laughs> Everyone was saying that when I married um, yes. Victor and Dorian. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Um, no, but, you know, everybody has their own set of beliefs and, you know, whether it's religious or, you know, whoever you look up to. Um, gratitude for me, has it, it's really become an everyday part of my life. And I do it, you know, first thing in the morning as a, as a little thing. Good. Uh, I'm just thankful to wake up. We spoke about that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to touch on a, on a couple reasons as to why practicing gratitude and how we kind of incorporate it in our lives without it being something that I, I don't even know really how to explain it. But think about this. At the Thanksgiving table, when everybody goes around and they're thankful, right, and, and they say something that they're grateful for, that feeling in the room. Why is it that we only... Do you guys do that? Yeah, we do. I see. I I cringe at stuff like that. But... Because I'm like, when you have to say it out, I know it's... I'm not saying it's bad. Yep. For me, it's like, why do I have to tell you what I'm grateful for? You know know I'm grateful Right. But when you do verbalize it... It's true. There is something in the room that... I I don't know. I want that feeling more often, right? So I, I think it's a good thing to kind of incorporate into your life. Um, is there something that you do that now maybe, especially with the baby, mm-hmm. right? You understand that like things are happening in your life. Yeah. Not because you're just, yes, you're putting the work in, but there is something that's helping that process along. And when you're mindful of gratitude and being thankful exactly where you're at today, yeah. you and I are very go-getter, go-getter, go-getter. Sometimes I lose sight of that. Yeah. Um, and it, it hind- I think it hinders me sometimes because... Yeah. I'm always looking forward instead of looking at the now. That's you took the words right out of my mouth. Well said. I don't even need to add another uh, word. No, I'm just kidding. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, naturally now with the baby, you when uh, I'm on morning duty, which you are too, right? Yes. You wake up. The first thing you wake up to is your baby. Usually, I mean, mm-hmm. usually I wake up earlier, but then you get the day going, and then you know whatever it is, seven o'clock, five o'clock, six o'clock. Your baby wakes up and the first thing you're doing is you're getting them out of their diaper, changing them. They're smiling at you. It's hard not to be grateful with a child. I'm not saying every morning's rainbow and sunshine. No, no, of course not. It's it's a constant reminder because the, my day starts with you know Livy ends yep. with Livy, right? Um, which is amazing. And then you know recently, um, some a practice, a physical thing that we're starting to do, and I've tried to do a little more. Is I was thinking how stressful must be uh, being married to us, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, even Catherine with Claudio, like we have these busy schedules. And we lean on our partners a lot to take the brunt of the baby or whatever it is. Yep. Just, you know, getting gifts for people or, you know, I'm always landing right before we go to the next event. Mm-hmm. It's up to Dana to get prepared to get us there, you know? Yep. So what I've been trying to do and we did prior to every all the shutdown is, you know, Sunday I took Dana out. I asked my parents to watch the baby mm-hmm. and I said, let's go get uh, some sushi. I just want to thank you for all your help. And I know this year hasn't been easy and I've gotten busier and busier and you've been amazing and I just want to take you out. You know, thank you. You yeah, know, I appreciate that, it. That's a beautiful thing. And I'm sure it went a long way for her to even. And you think about that. stuff. I listened to what you said when you have that little thought in your head. Mm-hmm. You listen to it and trust your gut. I was thinking about doing it. I'm like, oh, I'm pretty tired. Like, it's been a long day. And I'm like, no, you know, she deserves to go out. I want to enjoy it. And it was a great night. We had a blast. Very low key. You don't even have to go out to sushi. Just bringing home flowers or something. Yep. It's big. Um, but it's something that I stopped doing. Mm-hmm that I need to start doing again. We've done, and you know, I'm not doing it for the show for right. no snooze, but yeah. it was something that I'm like, Oh yeah, I didn't even, you know, when you brought it up, I forgot that we did that. But I think I, 
a lot of credit to you because that's not something that's always easy. Husband of the year. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm absolutely. Just I'm just <laughs> Anything but. And I'm going. I'm going for BDE this year. Best dad ever, too. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. BDE. BDE. Nice. That's a T-shirt. Right? <laughs> um, but I think not only it um, is something that that you work on and acknowledging it is step one. But for me, when I am truly grateful, I have so much more to offer in my relationships, right? Your wife actually said it best. Um, she said that she had spoke to... Father Raj. Yes, yeah. And, uh, you know, removing the expectation of others and just doing things to, to actually put the work in and do it yourself. Yeah. That's, that's part of gratitude, not, not wanting to receive anything and just beginning to do. Um, it just gives my, my relationships in life mm -hmm. so much more power. Um, and, and I know, especially speaking to my mom, I, I try to talk to her, you know, every day. Yeah. Um, it, it's a real thing, you know, it's, it's, um, the, but you make a good point. Like the physical action of doing things that remind you of the gratitude are important because we're homeless, basically, because, you know, we got kicked out by Ratatouille. We got evicted. Um, being around, we're so fortunate that we're, we have parents that can take us in and with, you know, no hesitation, whatever you need, come on, come on over. So yep. we'll be doing three days of my parents, four days at uh, Dana's parents. And I keep thinking to myself, I'm like, how lucky are we that we can just pack up and you know, create a bomb in other people's houses with a baby and, you yeah. know, dogs and all that stuff. But a lot of people don't have that. So mm -hmm. it's this month has really been a like an eye opener of how fortunate we are, which comes back to what I talk about all the time is like not complaining because like we, I really have nothing to complain about. Yeah, you no, can complain. I'm yeah. not saying it's but right. when you start like whining about stuff, which everyone's guilty. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. You're just like, what am I complaining about? We all do it. And you when know? you have that perspective switch, that's yeah. what makes it. um really work but even at work yeah i remember when i was i mean i still like to call myself young you know but when i was younger i remember <laughs> having a boss that i felt like i would put so much work in yeah. right mindful i'm doing it yeah i guess for the wrong reasons because i guess you could say i was looking for like a an acknowledgement yeah something i try to do with the you know my team now at work is always acknowledge the work that they do yeah right and i don't know if you can relate to this but having somebody just simply say thank you for the work that you've done it motivates other people too, mm -hmm. right? So now that I'm in a position to where that is my job, right? To, to motivate the people around me, um, it, it needs to be a win-win situation like that. Just that simple fact of me acknowledging the work that you do, whether it's a project or it's something that you did just for the day, just coming to work today. I, I know a lot's going on. Thank you for showing up. Mm -hmm. um, and in return, I've now realized that that is why I handle conflict so well. Because when conflict happens with the staff, I'm not only talking to them about the bad things, right? I, I've already established rapport mm -hmm. that, you know what, we, I, I constantly acknowledge the good, good, good. Yeah. So if something bad comes up, that's why I'm comfortable in the uncomfortable situations. Yeah. And I think it, was, it, it took this episode for me to realize, like, okay, that, that is a piece of gratitude right there that benefits me in the, yeah. in the long run. Mm -hmm. I'm very grateful for the work that you've put in as a staff member. Um, so that is the, the uh, rhetoric that we use all the time. Then when you have a problem or I have a problem, it's much easier to, to deal with. And how do you uh, compliment people in like, at least in the workplace? Is it like just a quick text? Is it an email? Do you call um, them in the office? What's well, typical? so my office is actually um, very close to the punch out clock. So if I see somebody leaving for the day, I always, one, I, I always um, address them by their first name, right? So if John or Beverly comes in, you know, it's like, John, thank you for your work today. Mm -hmm. Bev, 
thank you very much for your work today. Um, Do you have nicknames ever? Uh, yeah, we all have, uh, you know, yeah, yeah. We, we have funny nicknames, but you know, little, little things like that. Um, you know, if it comes to maintenance, you know, just, just walking around and acknowledging the work that, you know, they've done in the facility. If it's a program staff member, you know, I jump in on the zoom, I listen to what's going on, shoot them a follow up email. Like, Hey, I, you know, I just checked out this program that you were running really good job. Um, you know, I'm, I'm happy with, with what I just saw. Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it can't be, it can't be foo-foo, right? Yeah, it's gotta be genuine. Yeah. It's gotta be yeah. genuine. And you can still give somebody an improvement technique. Mm-hmm. But if you lead with a genuine gratitude as for, for what they just did, they're, they're so much more receptive yeah. of that. So that's a little piece of, of leadership, I think, that I've adopted uh, because that was not given to me yeah. in the past. It's how you, you know? present things, for sure. Yeah. I, there's a guy that I follow, uh, Patrick Bet-, Bet David, that I really like. Yes. He asks questions and leads people to water. But he, he knows where he's leading you. It's wild. And I, I've been trying to figure out how he does it. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to figure out how to incorporate it. But it's similar to what you're saying. Even with our, you think about our wives, right? If we're <laughs> constantly, no, seriously, yeah, but if yeah. we're constantly just telling them about what they need to do yeah. versus, I know, and it's something that we both do, right? Yeah. But if we're now mindful of it, and again, I, I'm glad Karina's not here to bash me, but... I know that episode 50. They, yeah. Yeah. We'll look forward to that one. But there's times that, you know, I want to, I want to basically call her out for something that maybe she can do better. Right. But instead, but now that, I'm mindful yeah. that, you know what, you have to acknowledge the good too, if you want a result off of something to really change. But right? that comes back to what you're saying, where you can't expect, you yes. shouldn't expect things. So, well, that's what Dana said. Well, yeah, that's the whole theory. But that, as far as just life in the workplace, I've this year, I think I've come to a realization like yourself where now I don't expect anything at work, at least, you know, home. Sometimes we're all guilty of that. But at work, I'm like, you know what? I don't expect anything. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about anyone else. You catch yourself now. Sometimes, you know, you know, why didn't they give me? I should. I deserve this or I deserve that. I should get an office, whatever it is. The less you expect, the better you're off because you don't fixate on certain things. When you fix fixate on stuff, your energy gets pulled away, mm-hmm. and it kills your own momentum. So you're only hurting yourself. So it's exactly. I mean, it's kind of a foo foo thing to talk about. No, but it's but, a, but it's real deal. Though. I love like, the word foo foo. Yeah, but it is, and I love fugazi. Fugazi is good. Let's switch to <laughs> the fugazi. Foo foo's a little yeah. <laughs> the fugazi foo foo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but when you don't have like it, it creates. I got in trouble with myself when I started expecting things from my office, mm-hmm. and then when I came to realization, I'm like. It's I I am an employee of theirs technically. I'm I'm not really, but I work for them. They're always going to want to pay me as little as possible. Yep. I'm always going to want to make as much as possible. It's okay to have that conflict. I can't take it personal. You right? told me that when I got denied my raise last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. But it's something I think about constantly. That realization is so like subtle. But once you understand, like, yeah, don't take it personal that they don't want to pay as much. They're right. running the business. Yep. You know, you're taking money out of their pocket. Mm-hmm. Then when you make that switch and you're like, all right, I'm just going to run with it because now, especially in my role, whatever I kill, I eat. So like, I'm going to go kill more. So I'm mm-hmm. going to go out and try to get more deals and, you know, not expect handouts. Yep. You know, not saying there were handouts, but you yeah. know what I mean? No, I got you. We wanted to take a quick second to let you guys know that we partnered with our good friends over at orgain.com. We're happy to offer our listeners 30% off by entering the code NOSNOOZE30. Again, that's no snooze 30 for 30% off your first order. If you're on the market for a new protein powder, nutritional shake, protein bar, or Mike's favorite, collagen peptides, 
Orgain is your one-stop shop. As all of you know, my Crohn's disease is currently in remission and the only protein I use is from Orgain. My personal favorites are the chocolate peanut butter and the vanilla bean. With the code, you can try a two pound tub for under $20. Talk about not snoozing. Go get yours today. Now, back to the epi. For people maybe listening to this, like, yeah, well, I'm not really into the gratitude thing. How can I kind of incorporate it into my life? I can give you some things that I've done. Hit me with it. Um, and really where it started was... Did the boiler go I out? It's a little cold now. <laughs> it is cold, right? Yeah, yeah. I thought about the, um, the most tragic times in my life and realizing that as bad as it was, I'm still here. I got through it. Well, think about 2020 too. Right? Yeah, the whole year. Just the year. The whole been year wild. sucked. There's a lot going on. It's a great year though, too. At the same time, yeah. Right? But I'm saying for the you know a lot of lives lost with COVID. Yeah. Uh, regardless of your political side of things and what you you know believe and what you don't believe, there's been a lot of turmoil that's gone on in the United States this year. Yeah. Um, and same thing you know for for me and my my personal life, not just 2020. You know, there's been ups and downs, but I look at the big tragedies in my life, right? When I, when I lost my, my grandfather, wow, how did I physically get through that? Well, I'm still here today. I'm thankful for everything that I've had and the opportunity and the time spent with him. Mm -hmm. Mom's sobriety journey, that's an easy one. Yeah. Um, you know, seeing where she was at and, and to where she's at now. Thinking of the days when I used to caddy with my father, my dad didn't have enough money to to support us, right? So he always hit it very well. Um, the divorce of my parents, um, how my dad literally, he just told me this a couple years ago, used to cash bottles in to get money to put some gas in his car. Mm -hmm. That's how bad it was, right? So I'm grateful for all of those things that now I'm at where I'm at. Yeah. So if you look at the worst times in your life and you reflect on that, the only real thing to come from it now is an act of gratitude. So that's something that you can practice. You think about those tough times and you're like, wow, you know what? Yeah, those times really sucked and it was hard, but I'm here now. I would challenge you. That's a great technique. I would challenge you to do that same technique, but with good times. Oh, yeah. Well, that's, e that's easy. I'm talking to somebody who, who has difficulty who, with it. Yes, who, yeah, yeah. who really can't do it, right? Yeah, because, that's true. Because if they're naturally a little more pessimistic, yes. then they grab And, and that was me. I was not Full a big set. gratitude person. I didn't really know what it was. You know, I, I really yeah. didn't. My dad, dad only only dad went to church every Sunday mm -hmm. um, when we were growing up and he would always just you know say it he preached it yeah. a little bit so I know it, it kind of yeah. stuck um, but that was one thing that I did and then also I started sounds funky and it sounds foo-foo for sure fugazi <laughs> no well not fugazi but I started really asking for some guidance like just talking to you know the higher power that I believe to be there mm -hmm. um, asking for guidance put something in my life that you know what I I become you know, I, I can become more grateful. So and it the, works. He put Claudio in my yeah, I'm <laughs> But seriously, even with the podcasting, right? Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't know where I was going with that. Yeah. And suddenly things just fall. We into know. Place. And I'm <laughs> I'm very grateful for this journey that we've been on for sure. Uh, but I've tried it all now. You don't. Yeah. Yeah. Touch. Right. Such I, boys. I, 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 grateful for you guys. <laughs> I've um, I've tried it all now. I've done the, the journaling thing. Yeah. Journaling is great for some people for sure. You don't like it? And, me personally, I get more out of it when I put it out loud okay. versus writing it down for yeah. me. Um, so now I have a specific time and a place that I have a, a gratitude prayer. Yes, yeah. first thing in the morning, I'm grateful for the day to wake up, beautiful wife, daughter, boom. But then I do get a little bit deeper on my ride to work. And you guys can both know the spot um, because it's hard, to, it's hard to not realize where you're at. When you cross the bridge leaving 
leaving the the town, right? Claudio's shaking his head, so I'm, I'm sure you. Yeah. If, if think about it, I think I know. You have water about. to your left. You got water to your right. It's on the bridge. You're kind of water. Up, you're up in the air. Uh, for me, it was just something I remember when we. It's a great bridge. What, right. Well, yeah, when we nice first bridge. came here, I was like, "Wow, that is the spot." So you pick a certain time and a place and do it every single day. Put it into your routine. For me going on two years now mm -hmm. and it's helped tremendously are miracles in your life going to happen that's a separate conversation but if you can control some things and just adding a little gratitude into your uh everyday routine it's not a bad thing mm -hmm. you know and it's just something that i've done and it's it's helped me tremendously it's nice to link that's a good way to do a link a place to the, the the practice we'll call it yeah i'm trying to think of i have any place maybe my living room that i'm currently not in it's always nice <laughs> in the morning to be um yeah, the whole journaling thing, I I, I get it. People mm -hmm. love it. I yep. get it. It doesn't make sense for me because like if I on my phone, I could do it on my phone, get some thoughts down. Yep. Um you, I think I'm in similar scenario where if I speak it, yeah. it makes it a little you more You should hear honestly, and, and this is the other thing. <laughs> People, you know, for for me to hear this from somebody else, I, if this was a couple years ago, I'd be like, yeah, you know, what do you sit there? You, you're on your knees, you're praying, you're praying. Yeah, some people do that. I don't do that. I have my own relationship. Well, it's with a my version of power. reflection too. Oh, uh, what? It's a reversion. It's a version of like reflection yes. and meditation. Yeah, it's yes. whatever you want to call it. Yes, and um, something just constantly, 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 we talk about, and I, I'm, I'm very um, acknowledging of the fact that I need to get better at thanking my current situation i'm grateful exactly for where i'm at right now because yeah. it could be much worse yes i'm sure it could be better but having that mindset for me is something that i'm working on moving forward i think uh i think having kids has benefited us greatly because you can have you reflect more on parents you reflect more on your being you know you growing up yep you there's a different perspective right that comes that where all this stuff kind of floods you all at once so i think the first and we're early on in our journey but i think the first year is pretty wild as far as like a change of thoughts process yep. you know just i know i appreciate my family way more now oh, yeah. having a child and like you know visiting my brother and you know losing my grandmother's year and grandparents and family so it's all once you have some, you know, something or someone that's a greater power than you or you want to contribute to, like, I remember when I got married, Dana, it was like, wasn't it all about me anymore, right? Because mm -hmm. then you have someone you're providing for, you know, you're teaming with. Then when the baby comes in, you're like, you're really, you're really third fiddle or whatever, fifth yes. fiddle. You put a lot of things ahead of yourself, which just naturally make you more like, you know, whatever. If I don't get my, you know, my cheat meal that I want. As long as the baby's happy and, you know, your wife's happy, it's good. So it, it all, you know, I, I constantly, when I think about stuff when I was like uh, spoiled growing up, I didn't have as nearly as much adver adversity as you did. And now looking back, like, yeah, I appreciate everything I was given, but we were definitely spoiled. Like, I don't want to call a spade a spade. We weren't getting everything we ever needed, but we, I didn't really have any hardships. So now looking back, I'm like, wow, my parents sacrificed like a ton of stuff. So we were happy. Now you want to do that for your child. Mm -hmm. So you, you just, you're just naturally, you grow into more of like a selfless person. Not saying that I'm the most selfless person on earth, but you just naturally gear that way once there's a kid. 
I mean, right? Do you yeah. feel like oh, there's... 100%. And I don't feel like I'm making that much more of an effort. It's just naturally starting to go that way because... Well, because you're acknowledging it, though, right? And you're making a conscious decision now. It's yeah. not much more effort, but when you change your thoughts a little bit yeah. and you're doing things for a different purpose, yeah. but, that's exactly But every way. day that's you're it. faced with a decision where you weren't faced with prior. Like yeah. the baby, you come home from work and you're... you're especially me because I only eat one meal a day. <laughs> but you're starving, right? Yeah. And the baby's crying and the baby's hungry and you're like, you know what? Let's feed the baby yep. and then I'll eat when I eat. Mm-hmm. Think about you a year ago. Oh, no yeah. baby. Yep. You come home and like you know it's, you're just it's like all you about know, Dave. Yeah, I mean I'm not saying just you, but no, me too. Oh, hundred percent. That's life, though. I think you get less self. I'm not saying people without kids aren't like progressing, but I think as you get older, the one of the biggest thing is you get more selfless, right? You don't realize how much time to yourself, uh, you know, selfish you are prior yep. to a lot of life wisdom, you know, adversity that comes on. No. Well said. What a ramble. I don't no, know what I'm talking no, about. No, but, it, but it's legit. Is this my and, camera? <laughs> and, and you're living it. So I think now that it's, you know, we're just past Thanksgiving, let's keep the, the culture going and, and let's choose gratitude. Oh, I thought you were going to um, say, let's dive into some turkey and sweet potato. <laughs> yeah, right? Leftovers are definitely waiting for us upstairs. So yeah. with that, uh, we'll start to wrap up. This will bring us to my favorite section, Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance. That was good. That might have been a quarter. That That's deep. Did you hear that? It might have been a quarter. I don't get I it. I did a dad joke. I, Dime oh, quarter. Wow. Come on. Wow. That's a dad joke. Wow. That was good. Um, Eckhart Tolle, shout out to you on the quote. I know okay. Mike, Mike likes that I steal everybody's quotes. Oh, you actually <laughs> referenced someone on this one. Yeah, there you that's go. That's good. Um, no, but it is true. And I've even incorporated that word abundance. Right to that higher power up there. Start asking for things in abundance, and what's the worst that could happen? It actually happens. What do you mean for right. in abundance? Yeah, like just you know, bless my marriage in abundance, like with a with an extreme amount of love. Um, bless my parenting skills with an extreme amount of skill. Right, like you just ask for an abundance because if you do believe in that higher power, that higher power can provide really big, and that's the word abundance. Got it. You know. No, I was just curious. Like you, I yeah. ask for abundance of food sometimes. There you I'm go. Like, yeah. There you Why go. Why just order one? Allow my app. stomach to open up in abundance, in abundance so I can go crush these leftovers. Abundance. <laughs> All right. Um, this is Mike's mantra. Ito, ito, ito. To know. I changed it up, being a little more <laughs> formal. Oh, okay. Enjoy the little things. For one day, you may look back and realize they were the big things. That's beautiful. I think I've used it before, but yeah, it's maybe. it's that's solid for gratitude. Oh, solid. Absolutely. So, what's solid. a little thing that you look back and you're like, "That was nice." Um, Do you have anything? A little thing that I look back on, like my coffee in the morning. Ooh, I look back and I'm like, "That's nice." That's you know, incredible. when you got the baby in one arm, coffee in the other, yep. she's just sitting there smiling for like that half a second before mm-hmm. they're going nuts. You know what's something that's very small that's weird? Your I, chest. What? Well, <laughs> your shot. I opened up a new toothbrush the other day, and I never realized that. You know what? We're actually, for something so small, I'm grateful that I'm able to brush my teeth. I had watched a documentary in, um, I don't know, it was Ethiopia, I believe, and they didn't even have toothbrushes. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like little things like that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, starting to be mindful of the little things. I love that. Uh, You got anything else before we wrap up? Um, Thankful for the little things like heat. When you lose heat or something, you're like, wow, this is really, you know, some people don't have heat, but yeah. Yeah, that, that, we'll end on that note. And it's nice and toasty down here. So it good is. job fixing your boiler. Yeah. We got the rat out. We got the water back on. Yep. And let me just say, CV, very grateful for you, my brother. CV, Mike Pirelli, thank you. 
very grateful for you. Thank you. Guys, I can't say the same, but until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. My man. 41. That's another Epi in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.